Pay attention, it's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV. Gentlemen, lady. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. Sparrow. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a month. Everybody, welcome to episode twenty-nine of the Disney Universe podcast, where we are a bi-monthly Disney podcast talking about everything, including Lucasfilm, Marvel, Pixar, anything in that vast universe. And we love doing it, and we love talking with you guys. If you're new here, welcome to the show. If you're returning, one of our friends, one of our our family, what we like to say, welcome back. And I am one of your hosts, Joey. And I'm Ryan. And we're about to talk about something we've been talking about for the few months, and that is Solo, a Star Wars story, the new standalone movie. But before we get to that, <clears throat> we just want to remind you uh, of our normal social medias. So uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube. Uh, maybe not Tumblr no more. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really decided on that yet. So, um, But you can find us there. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and uh, Google Play Music. And we are, we are going to draw the winner for our uh, iTunes review next show. So, Ryan, tell them what they could win, possibly. Well, you could pick from one of the three, these three Blu-rays. You could pick between Star Wars The Last Jedi, Black Panther, and Thor Ragnarok. So you get to pick one of those, and we'll get it and ship it out to you uh, wherever you are in the world. And I, I think last month we we added Black Panther now. I just remembered. Oh, yes. I forgot. Black Panther. I forgot that one came out. Yes, so Black Panther as well. And what do they have to do yeah. to win? All you have to do is write us a review on iTunes. It's so easy. That's it could it. be a terrible review, a good review, a mediocre review. That's all you got to do. And when you, that's it. And you can get a free movie. Or a great review like we got last week or, from Disney Dude 32. So, Yes. Thank you, Disney Dude yeah, 32. So awesome. Um, and what? I, hey, we, we what's going on in the Disney universe, by the way? Well, a uh, new trailer just dropped for the new Christopher Robin movie that's coming out August 3rd. A full-length trailer this time, not just a little teaser. Um, I thought it was it was good. It was great. I, I'm not digging the colors of the characters, but that's just me. But everything else looks like uh, it's going to be a cry fest. <laughs> Take clean it. Yeah, uh, we posted it um, on our Facebook and Twitter page. So um, if you haven't seen it yet, check those out. Uh, yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, big fan of Ewan McGregor, Haley Atwell, who plays his wife. Um, the voices we actually get to hear majority of the um, 
I, I don't say poo characters, but yeah, the poo character voices. Yeah. Um, Brad Garrett nails it as he or like expected. Was it uh, Chris Chris O'Dowd as Tigger? I am I not 100% sure okay. on that. Now, of course, Jim Cummings as a Winnie the Pooh, as a lot of us have grown up with him doing the voice. And I think it looks amazing. I actually think that the colors look okay because, to me, it looks British. And no offense, okay, that's I, true. I, I love... I've been in England. I love it there. But it, it seems that old-school blandness. Way <laughs> <laughs> to lose all our England followers. I'm sorry, all two of you. <laughs> That, that yeah. we might may have, but 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 that that aside, I think this movie looks amazing, and like you said, it's it's most likely going to be a cry fest, or at least might have a little bit of tears in our eyes. Who knows? Or yeah. sniffles. <laughs> yeah. But, but but being that this is a heavy heavy Star Wars issue, or not issue uh, episode, um, we got some. Star Wars Disney news also. What, what do we get? So, in summer of 2019 and late fall 2019, we will finally be able to go to Galaxy's Edge. Super excited. Yeah, and so, when, he, when he said Galaxy's Edge, that means we're going to be standing in line uh, for three days yeah. <laughs> before we can actually get inside the galaxy. So we're, we're just going to be in the outer edge of it. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a slight... <laughs> slight lineup for that one yeah but the good thing is everything in the park will be empty so like if you don't care about star wars i don't know why you're listening to our show but um because we're a very star wars show but um yeah you'll have the rest of the park to yourself and oh man um so no official opening day yet but yeah at least we get when when you hear summer at disneyland that's pretty much memorial day weekend or maybe the first or second week of june um, so that's, that's my guess. End of late fall. That's, that's a weird start time. So, um, for Disney world. Yeah. So so sorry, East coasters, but yeah. Hey, we're getting it soon. So that yeah. makes us happy. Um, yeah. So we should be getting more information on that soon. The video that they released was so cool. Uh, we posted that on yeah. Instagram also. Um, yeah, it's, I got excited when I was there. Uh, was in April because for for months you could see uh, trees uh, in like mountain formations going up, but from like Big Thunder Mountain and Hungry Bear, you can actually see uh, out out uh, building uh, exteriors. Um, so that was you know for us nerds that was super exciting. So cannot wait to get Buildings. more information on Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, hopefully, I'm thinking next Memorial Day. So, <coughs> so. Hopefully there's a, a media or a, a pre-event for less than $1,000 that we can go to. Yeah, it, it uh, will be more, and, most likely, than the Pixar Pier uh, preview oh, yeah, coming for sure. <laughs> Unless they just, like, shock us. It's, like, 50 bucks on the house, guys. But I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, that's not Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You can wish, though. But, yeah, you, you never know. Maybe they'll be like, you know what? But probably not. But yeah, I'm thinking six, five, five to six hundred. Yeah, I'm still gonna get, throw in the four fifty to five because I don't think they want to make it completely impossible for people to get to. But it's got to be more than Pixar Pier. I mean, it's it's got to be. <laughs> it's a new yeah. land, um, brand new style of attractions. So 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm saying four fifty, four seventy five. That's my yeah. Price is Right kind of bid for that. Yeah, hold so. it. <laughs> I think if we're only going down just for that, it would probably be the smart thing to do. So then we don't have to wait in lines. But yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's a, it's yeah. an exciting time. It's going to be here before we know it. Um, we. Yeah, when when you go down in September, you're going to be able to see a lot of it <laughs> in yeah, a couple months. Yeah, so. um, it'll be pretty much almost done. Yeah, really, really close. So, um, Yeah, then uh, last episode we mentioned the announcement of Star Wars Celebration in Chicago uh, 2018. So we're just going to give another reminder that um, uh, after the show drops, um, June 5th, the tickets will go on sale. Uh, no prices have been announced yet. But you'll be able to buy individual tickets or uh, packaged uh, for the whole weekend, and more. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, more hotels are going to be released also uh, through the uh, Star Wars Celebration website. Yes, yeah. eleven a.m. Disneyland time, June fifth. Yes. So get on that. I hope I can. Uh, I don't know if I will be able to get online that quick because of work. So uh, cross my fingers. But like I, I mentioned before, if you are on the fence about going um, definitely try to book your hotel uh, as soon as possible um, buy your passes as soon as possible and if you decide you don't want to go just cancel uh, it won't be no big deal uh, you can sell your, your pass especially if you have a Saturday because that will sell out before anything it's just you don't want to be caught up you know months before and decide okay you know what I do want to go well there's no hotels for you or Saturday, Sunday, Fridays, they're sold out. You know, that's when the big panels will be. So if you're just, like I said, if you're just slightly going, go ahead and pull the trigger and uh, mm-hmm. reserve that stuff. Or, or else you'll be, you'll be sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's uh, pretty much it for news. Uh, we don't have much because uh, we we popped out the show quicker than normal just because we really wanted to talk about Solo. And we also, um, being a Star Wars heavy show, we have a, a few guests. We have a brand new Spotlight cosplayer, a Tangled Fett. And uh, wasn't it uh, due to scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to uh, interview her. But I, I do uh, have, and she did send me, uh, I, I, I emailed her some questions and she sent me back the answer. So uh, we will be reading that. But Ryan was able to hook us up with a really cool guest, uh, Allie, who's a uh, big Star Wars fangirl. And a cosplayer, she's a new podcaster. Special effects. Yeah, special effects. Yeah, makeup. special effects makeup. Yeah, so we'll, so. we'll be getting uh, to that after our solo uh, review. But before we get to our review, uh, we do have a, a short soundbite from our good friend Udi from the Leaving Today podcast because he recently saw and he re- he really wanted to share something. So uh, here's his uh, uh, right after the moment review of Solo. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Udi from the Leaving Today podcast and the Bad or Bad podcast show. Just uh, kind of putting down my initial thoughts on Solo, a Star Wars story. And I really just want to say that it is a fantastic film to keep it, you know, short, but a fantastic film. I had hopes and aspirations that Ron Howard, being a great, absolutely fantastic director in my mind would deliver 
and bring us a Star Wars movie that we could enjoy fully again. After the up and down roller coaster ride we've had with The Last Jedi, and to a large extent, most of the Star Wars fandom hating that movie, which rightly so to many, many different uh, levels. But we get to see so much. We get to understand Han better. We get to see Chewie and Han's relationship begin and develop, and we understand that bond even better, a bond that has been was through four movies and just, you know, like the best buddies out there. We get to see how that happens. The moment where Han first lays eyes on the Millennium Falcon, electric to me. I'm a huge lover of the Millennium Falcon and and Han Solo. The Millennium Falcon, for many, many people, including myself, is its own character. So now we see that for the first time, Han setting his eyes on his beloved Millennium Falcon. And I tell you what, I goosebumps. I am getting goosebumps now because, I mean, every time I see that that wonderful hunk of junk fly through the screen, it just turns me into a kid. And it did it again. And it will always do it. And, you know, Ron Howard just delivered with the nuances of of the characters. So all the actors did a fantastic job at delivering the nuance of the character. So Lando, the nuances from Lando, the nuances, uh, nuances that of Han Solo, how he stands, how he turns. Same thing with Lando, how he talks, the tone of his voice, how he delivers his lines. All of those things were great. They were great reminders and they really, really reminded me of the original trilogy and that's fantastic music the music joey you know what i'm talking about the music perfectly timed in in scenes just brought the emotional level up and reminded us of what was good about star wars and just you know it tugs on their on the heartstrings big time you know woody harrelson his character another great performance by him just playing that kind of off-colored, you know, character, kind of what he did um, in Hunger Games, that kind of vibe and that kind of feel. So I know a lot of people, you know, have have been going up and down before the movie even came out, and I'm kind of, I don't understand why people have been kind of going off on this movie and and without seeing it. I've seen it now. I'm going to go see it again probably a couple more times because we got a good movie. It's a good movie movie even if we took out star wars elements it's still a good movie great storytelling and just good action good pacing good acting good directing good music everything good visual effects go see this movie i'm gonna go see this movie again just gonna tell you guys um one last thing huge mashup show coming up leaving today podcast bad or bad and Disney Universe all together. We'll be recording that pretty shortly. And we'll be putting that out. Just a general take on this. And I'm sure we'll get into some stuff. Anyway, just wanted to give that shout out to everyone. Joey, thank you. Uh, and I hope you and I need to see this together, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right, so 
Once again, that was Udi from Leaving Today Podcast. And like he said, uh, we're going to be a guest on his super, his super, super, super duper solo uh, review show. It'll be uh, Leaving Today, uh, his other podcast, Bad or Bad, which they review movies, and then us. So really lucky to be a part of that. So if only Ryan lived in California. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but, I know. But you'll be there in spirit. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in uh, some of your, your opinions that everybody yeah. can. But thanks, Joey. You know what? Why don't we get to our solo review? What do you think? I think that's a good idea. All right, I got lots to say. <laughs> Hit it, John Williams. <laughs> Okay, so before we get to the, the main, main review of it, I just want to say I've been looking forward to this movie since they announced it, since all the problems they've been having uh, with the directors, the actors, the new directors, people all of a sudden saying Captain Kennedy's an idiot, and you know what? I've been wanting this movie for a long time. Somebody on this show wasn't really looking forward to it. <laughs> they were pretty adamant about how lame it looked, how boring. Han Solo, I don't know, he doesn't look like him. Uh, who could that be? It's not me. It must be that <laughs> other co-host we have from Canada. Oh, or was was that yeah. is, is that why Corey left? I think it was. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> hey, Ryan, what'd you think about Solo, a Star Wars story? Oh, uh, okay. So yes, going into this movie, I was not interested at all thought the Alden Ehrenreich is that how you say his name yes sir from the trailers like starting from the Super Bowl trailer looked god awful I this is the first time I've gone to a Star Wars movie with like not having like butterflies driving to the theater or anything and then I got to the theater no posters no drink cups no popcorn buckets and it was just like oh okay and it was just like a me and my friend were saying like how long do you think it'll be till we look at each other and we're just like like just you know like no why is this even a thing so movie starts zero expectations people is basically what you're saying zero yeah like i've had discussions off the off the air yeah so there was a lot of dice at the beginning of the show movie (laughs) A lot of close-up on the dice, and I was like, okay, why? And then the movie started, and they kept going, and then they kept going, and then, and then I wanted more, and then and then I started loving it, and then, yeah, yeah, it, this movie was awesome. This movie is amazing. <laughs> I, like, I don't understand how they made it so good, but I loved it. Like, yeah, like a complete 180. Thank you, Ron Howard, for saving Star Wars. <laughs> and I was, and don't don't just give him, but the Kasdan, uh, Lawrence Kasdan and his son wrote a a great story. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Yo. yeah, uh, I agree with everything that you said. Uh, just the beginning of the tone was a little off, you know, not off, but like different for a Star Wars movie. But that's what these uh, standalones are supposed to be. They're not supposed to be your traditional. Star Wars movies and instantly it it was a gritty uh, car chase 
you know, just through these mean streets of Corellia, and uh, which that's where Han's from. And if you think of it, he was almost like a, uh, you know, I don't want to throw this in just because of the Disney reference, but he was Aladdin, basically. Uh, a lot of people yeah. are in Corellia are, you know, street rat style, you know, scrounging for survival. I mean, that's that's why Han is such a, you know, kind of a, you know, sorry, but a badass in the earlier uh, original Star Wars because... He was pretty much born and raised on the streets trying to learn how to hustle to survive. And that's why he's always been a survivor. Um, the action in this movie was top-notch. Oh, God. Boy. From the beginning, and it, like you said, it was action-packed from the beginning. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to... Oh, the, the characters are great. Um the one character I had reservations about originally was uh, Beckett, uh, Woody Harrelson's character. And the only reason mm-hmm. is Woody Harrelson is a great actor. Uh, but he's o- you always see him as Woody Harrelson, whether, you know, Hunger Games or um, even Zombie like Natural Born Killers. Or, what'd you say? Zombieland. Oh, Zombieland. Yeah, he, I mean, he's great in everything he's in, but he's Woody Harrelson. But again, he was. I thought he was great in this movie. Emilia um, Clark was really great as Kara, a, a new type of female uh, character hero, maybe, at times. <laughs> but maybe. With something else under her sleeve that we find out towards the end that we'll get to later. Um, of course, everybody was expecting Donald Glover to nail it as Lando, and he did. Uh, that, that was like the Captain Obvious moment of the movie. I mean, that was... Once he was cast, everybody's like, yeah, that's Lando. No problem. He's going to kill it, which he did. Alden Ehrenreich, I'm proud to say I have been on board since the beginning. Um, I've, I've only seen him in the movie Hail Caesar, which in that he was really great uh, as a, in a small role. And I, I, I thought he got the... Um, I've seen pictures of him in interviews, and I, I had a feeling he would get the uh, mannerisms of Han Solo or even Harrison Ford. Um, everybody wanted a Harrison Ford impersonate, impersonator, which I thought would have destroyed the movie. And we got, we didn't get Harrison Ford, but we definitely got a young Han Solo. And just the way he stood, the way he uh, composed himself, uh, uh, he nailed it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Um, like I said, I, I take a little bit of pride in expecting or calling that since the beginning. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, toot my own horn too much on the show oh, but, but i might because i'm sure i'll hear about it oh you will off the show <laughs> <laughs> um one of my favorite characters of all time of course chewbacca and he he almost steals the movie uh in a movie filled of amazing characters and a lot of that is the actor um i don't know if, if you guys pay attention but um you know peter mayhew's pretty old and he, he's so beat up with his knees that he was only in The Force Awakens for close-ups, but for uh, a lot of the action scenes, or even just Chewie walking or running fast, they cast another actor. Well, he's not even really known as an actor. He was a a uh, um, like basketball player from Norway or somewhere over there, but uh, Junis Satomoto? I hope I said his name right. I don't know. But he's pretty much been handed the torch as Chewbacca and played him in Last Jedi great scenes but he really stands out in this movie um and even watching his social medias 
I mean, you could tell he loves playing Chewie and being taught by Peter Mayhew. I mean, that's that doesn't get any better than that. So, um, yeah, that was a cast. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in Thandie Newton's character, not not her character, but the lack of it, I guess, um, as Val. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to see her more, but um, and of course we were talking uh, earlier with a uh, uh, John Favreau as Rio. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, the little four-armed monkey pilot guy. Uh, that was John Favreau's uh, as a voice, anyways, but. Yeah, he, he so he was cool, and even the new droid, the uh, equal opportunity L three, <laughs> trying to. <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about her yet. A uh, lot, lot of funny scenes, but I, I'm still on uh, <laughs> still on the fence. But um, I don't know for characters. Was there any that stood out for you more than others, or something you really enjoyed more? Or uh, Darth Maul. <laughs> oh, that, we're going straight to that, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to say it right away. Oh, yeah. Loki dies, people. He, yeah, no. Loki dies. <laughs> Darth Maul, um, yeah. <laughs> did we tell you this, yeah. is a, this is a spoiler review? <laughs> we did. <laughs> this is super spoilery. Uh, yeah, go ahead. C- continue, please. I'd love to hear uh, Oh, no, no, no. But for, um, for characters, it was, uh, I, I think, yeah, hot, or Alden. Like, uh, I, the first five minutes, it took a while, then it, he sucked me in. And it was, he did a really good job. I don't yeah. know. I feel like, I don't know. I know Donald Glover probably didn't even have to try to be Lando, but like just because that for me, it felt like he was trying too hard. I can but see that. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I know it's. I'm just nitpicking kind of, but it was kind of like, oh, okay, yes, you don't have to like be like I don't know, like. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, but, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I did love yeah. the little the little bit of, of Lando how Billy D. Williams pronounced Han as Han. Yeah. And they and they even played with that in this movie, which is I thought was awesome. So, little little stuff like that. <clears throat> but tell us about Darth Maul since you brought it up. Wait, um, I don't know <laughs> if it was just me the first time, but he looked all burnt up. Was that just me? Uh, I think so. I think he just looked. Okay. Ray Park's older. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, that, I oh, think that's yeah, what it was. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you look old and burnt up. Um, yeah. but yeah, no that that part was um, it was like a shock. Yeah. I I don't I don't even know how they like thought to do that, and it's gonna be awesome because that's gonna tie into the Obi Wan movie. Yeah, so and, or should that? Um, yeah, I heard I had some people behind it, so. Obviously, Darth Maul was a big cameo at the end of the movie, um, and he was a hologram because Kira pretty much took over for Drayden Voss, who I didn't even mention earlier, but was a great villain. I thought. Um, yeah, Vision did a good job. Yeah, he did. He, he did better <laughs> as a villain than he did as Vision. But um, she contacts the the head of Crimson Sun, the organization, and you see a hologram of a hooded figure, which for a split second. People think, oh, it's Palpatine, duh. But then he started talking, and the, but he started talking slow, and I was like, wait, is that? Then the like the, the holo- they panned around the hologram, and I saw mechanical legs, and for a split second, I'm like, awesome! It's Darth Vader out of his suit because we saw him in the bank the tank in Rogue mm-hmm. One, like out of his suit for like a split second. So I'm like, oh, we're going to see him. A little bit more, it's all burnt up and just 
gnarly and stuff. Then then takes off the hood and it's freaking Darth Maul. <laughs> it's like freaking Darth Maul. <laughs> freaking Darth Maul, man. And you could tell, like I, like I said um, earlier, who watches the cartoons and who doesn't because if you're a casual Star Wars fan, just see the movies. You're like that guy died 20 years ago. He got cut in half. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's the deal? But yeah. they brought him back a uh, very cool way in the Clone War cartoons. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, and he goes from a returning Sith to just trying to fight the Sith because he's so angry at Palpatine to he becomes the leader of Mandalore which then somehow becomes like a, a crime boss. And all this is throughout the, the Clone Wars cartoon, so definitely check out the cartoons if you haven't, and you'll see... And Rebels. Well, that comes after this. <laughs> that oh, that yeah, timeline. that's true. That's closer to Rogue One. <clears throat> but, yeah, so def- if you can, definitely... And you, you, you're going to get good stories, so... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, to, so to see him, that was just... Holy crap, that was amazing. Um, yeah, cause, but he... I don't... Know what they're gonna do because I, they, Han Solo can't see Darth Maul because he's never seen the Force prior to Episode Four. Yeah, but Han Solo is on his way to Tatooine at the end of the movie, and Obi Wan's on Tatooine, and there, you know, it's just it's it's gonna. I feel like it might get messy. Well, but he's not going to Tatooine for Obi Wan. He's going for a certain hut kind of character. Yeah, but then Darth Maul is gonna. Go, I I don't know. I just I hope <laughs> they don't. Han Solo can't see Darth Maul, and there there's there. I think they set it up for another Han Solo movie for sure. Definitely. Uh, I know people. I, you and the other friend mentioned a, a possible trilogy. I I think that might be a little overboard at this moment. Definitely a sequel, uh, for sure. Uh, I'm hope. And they've yeah. never said this is a one one shot like Rogue One. They said that. For, oh, this is going to be one movie only that's it they've never said that about solo so i've heard about a sequel i've heard already about a uh, even a lando spinoff which i'd rather see a solo sequel right now than a lando spinoff but that's just me yeah um the timeline with obi-wan and darth maul and han we're we're still about 10 years from that from obi-wan and obi uh darth maul's Encounter and Rebels, because um, that's still mm-hmm. three years. That one's still about two or three years before A New Hope when when that timeline hits. So what are they going to do with Maul? Well, there, there's we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so stressful because there, there's a moment and when he when he finally meets up in Rebels where he went away looking for Sith artifacts. So he probably does that after maybe this Crimson Sun uh, Syndicate gets either taken over or done with. We'll we'll, we'll see, but I, I believe that Han is strictly headed to Tatooine to uh, meet with Jabba, uh, definitely, and start his Hopefully. his smuggling uh, days, which. Going back to cameos, we we were expecting, everybody was expecting, you know, a Vader cameo, including myself, a Boba Fett mm-hmm. cameo, a 
you know, all this stuff. But we, we really didn't get a lot of the... It seemed like this movie was going to be nothing but fan service. You know, how yeah. how he won the Falcon, how he met Chewie, how this happened, how that happened. And we, I thought we got the, the what we needed to, the uh, the best. But we did get references. Um, we, got a, we got a Bosque reference. <laughs> which That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean... It's a word, but it's like, oh yeah, they did mention. Yeah. <laughs> that, then we find out Beckett is the one that killed Aura Singh. Which, if you're a real deep Star Wars nerd, you know, or as a bounty hunter for a split second in the Phantom Menace, then in the Clone Wars she comes back and is pretty much a bounty hunter that trains Boba Fett. So that's <laughs> being that Beckett's the one that killed her. I'm like, ooh, I want to hear that story. Uh, as as a big Star Wars nerd. Um, what? Oh, sorry. You go, go no, on. no, that that was it. That what part. did you think of this random nobody naming Han Solo, like giving him his last name? Um, you know what? It. I was okay with it. I mean, it 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 it, it made sense at the time too that how he got it because. If you see, like, a lot of people from that the planet Corellia, they are nobodies. Like you said, you know, mostly just they're just trying to survive. And um, being that he he had no people, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was kind of a clever way, almost like how, like, Robin Hood got named in a way. Robin Hood, because I don't know. Um, I was okay with it. it. It was not what I was expecting at all, definitely. But I, I think uh, it didn't bug me at all, I'll, I'll say. Yeah, you? I'm the opposite. I thought it was stupid. I was like, <laughs> no, his name's Han Solo. His mom and dad are Mr. and Mrs. Solo. Don't mess with that. But so remember, like, uh, maybe it was, like, uh, last year when Kathleen Kennedy said, like, oh, Han Solo, how he got his name. And everyone's like, oh, like, how he got, like, the smuggler name. But no, like, she meant, like, how he got his name. His because... literal name, not <laughs> metaphorically. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not like that. At that at that point, I like I almost checked out. Like, I was just like, nope, because I was like right after the dice. Yeah, kind of. And then, but then they saved it. I thought how he met Chewie was like a little. Like they didn't really mention the life debt. Yeah, and I, was going, I was going to cause... get to their introduction just now, so that's perfect timing. Uh, like going over. I mean, what were your thoughts on their first interaction? Hmm thought it was kind of lazy writing not to quote Deadpool but, um, <laughs> which is a great movie by uh, the way we can't give yeah, it a review here sorry review. sorry Christy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah no I, I thought they could have been a lot better yeah it would I, I you know what I enjoyed it um, I did like how he was about to eat him I mean they're you know feed him to the beast like kind of like a rancor thing um, I thought it was going to be a Rancor at first. <laughs> Glad you said that. I was like, oh, cool, Rancor. See, yeah. like, like, no Chewbacca. Um, yeah, because I, I've, what I was guessing was going to happen is Han got arrested, you know, then he, and you saw, like, the action figures and pop figures of him chained up to Chewie. So I thought it was just mm-hmm. going to be them, like, oh, you're, we're, we're hooking you up with this guy. And then they become, I'm like, I thought that would have been lazy writing. But the fact that, you know, Chew was going to eat him, <laughs> and was kind of kicking his butt. Then I, I mean, we know Han can speak to Chewie, but we didn't know like how and 
wide and yeah. we actually hear him like I speak Wookiee and she was like what and that I don't know that was super funny to me but it made sense for them to how they escaped and that was a really cool scene I thought and um yeah they didn't really get to the life debt but I think you could tell uh you know what I I we might get another maybe they're not he's not life debted to him yet he's following True. him because he trusts him if we get another movie maybe that's that might be the fan service part we get possibly I don't know so um yeah or or maybe it's just one of those things that Chewie's like I'm just gonna follow you um until uh you know like other, other movies I will I vow my life to you and you know Maybe they don't need to do that. He just, yeah. oh, well, I'm going to follow you. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what they do. I'm sure they'll announce something at Celebration. Yeah, hopefully. We'll be there for that. <laughs> we'll cover it. That'll um, be exciting. What about Han and Lando's first interaction? What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, no, I didn't have a problem with that. I thought that was good. Um, yeah, just how I thought it'd be. Just, and, just good. I like it that they didn't, like, take too many... Like risks to mess up the timeline. Yeah, I like how they just played it safe. That's good. That's all they needed to do. And Land- I'd like to know. And Lando's a cheater. That's all we got to say. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know who filmed what scenes and where the first pairing stopped filming and where Ron Howard picked it up. Oh, definitely. No, yeah, I, true. Because I, I don't know if they'll like release that with the Blu-ray, like, or they'll come out and say. Or they'll just like keep it to themselves. But I'd like to know like what scenes, like who did what, and all that. Well, they were at and least uh, uh, Lord and Miller were at least credited uh, with, as with, they got, they gave them producer credits um, at the end of the movie. So yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd was like there to an see, end credit scene? No, there's not. No, okay. Um, yeah, it's funny because I was just I was listen. Uh, I usually say for the credits anyways because I like. Everybody knows I, lo- I love film scores, so that's usually when the best film score is being played is at the end. And um, I wanted to check, going back to Darth Maul, that because uh, we know Ray Park doesn't talk as Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace. And to me, he sounded like Sam Whitner, who does him in the cartoons. So that's what I was with. And it was him. So they got the, the yeah. two Darth Maul actors, the voice actor for the animated and Ray Park. So I thought that was awesome. So I was happy to see that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but somebody's like, "Oh, I wonder if there's any after credit scenes." I'm like, "This isn't Marvel, dude." So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know because they they left it not like on such a cliffhanger, but like it was like kind of a cliffhanger, like a little, like where they like what's gonna happen next type thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was just I didn't stay just because I was like I know it's Star Wars and the next showing was coming in. It was weird. They were like coming in when we were leaving, but yeah, so. I didn't really stay. I didn't stay, but I'm gonna go again tomorrow. I might go today after the show just to watch it again. And but I'll stay and listen to the score at the end of the credits. Oh yeah, it's, it's really good. And speaking of the score, yeah, um, I was just gonna say, <laughs> I love the new theme, uh, "Adventures of Han," uh, which was uh, John Powell did the um, score, which he's a, I would say a good film composer, but he's not gonna. He does doesn't do anything that stands out um he's done movies like hancock and a lot of animated movies um 
uh, How to Train Your Dragon one and two, which I really enjoy the the, the sequels uh, soundtrack. To, and so the the his, he doesn't really do any like big themes that like Star Wars is known for. So he was able to get John Williams to write the theme for Han Solo, which I thought was a great idea. Um, yeah. Star Wars needs a theme, no matter. You know, we're, we're, we're getting to the point where uh, John Williams is going to probably be uh, scoring his last Star Wars movie, you know, in the next year. And that's it. So, um, nothing at first stood out to me like the Rogue One soundtrack like uh, that Michael Giacchino did. But it fit the movie perfectly. Uh, it didn't over... Um, I'm trying to think. It didn't, like, overdo any, any of the scenes or... Uh, I don't know how I'm trying to word it, but one thing I did notice... Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I did notice, and this is getting back to something I haven't brought up yet, but I loved the Falcon. Um, I've mentioned this on other shows, and to me, the Millennium Falcon is a Star Wars character. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I love the ship. Anytime they show her in the trailers, uh, like the first uh, Force Awakens teaser, the, the what I call the money shot, <laughs> when the first yeah. time you see the... Um, the Millennium Falcon, and it does that little flip on the dune, and then hits a type. I was just like, ah, on that. Even the Last Jedi, when you see it uh, flying through the two Tie Fighters, just blew. Anytime you see the Falcon, I'm happy. So yeah, I was happy with the. Um, and I'll get back to the what I was talking about the score, but I, I love the new design. How they, how clean it looked as Lando's ship. I liked how it was just the, uh, the point at the end. Uh, where he, where he uh, did the the bigger escape pod, so it was like one mm-hmm. piece. I thought that was so cool. Um, but going back to uh, the Kessel Run, which was, I never knew how the Kessel Run was supposed to be. I mean, you, I, you've heard ca- kind of different things, but it's hard to visualize. But holy crap, that was an awesome scene <laughs> through the space club. But the Falcon to me is known for two big musical cues and that's the asteroid field uh, on Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. which, which you hear while it's going through the Kessel Run then the uh, um, the TIE Fighter attack from the original A New Hope after Ben dies it's called the TIE Fighter attack but a lot of people also call it Here, Here They Come where it's like that dun 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 you know well, that's more yeah. like Mission Impossible but <laughs> <laughs> But they okay. use that. They use that in uh, the Last Jedi also when it's flying through the uh, mineral part of crate, and so that's what the Falcons like known for those two musical cues. So once I heard those, I was like, "Oh yes!" I was so excited. I was like, "I was like a little kid." <laughs> yeah, my teeth. Were yeah, just I like how they brought back a lot of the like original trilogy like themes. Like, and they they didn't like they weren't complete copies for the like the score. No, but I'm glad that they brought back a lot of the stuff. And for and for moments that seemed really Star Warsy, like when Chewie sits in the seat for the first time, you know he's mm-hmm. hitting the controls and you know finally sits down in the seat and the cr- the crowd in the theater went nuts on that scene. Uh, you know when he first when he first walks into the Falcon and because everybody knows he loves the ship, but now we kind of find out one reason why he loves it so much is it was built you know that model was built on Corellia. It's a Corellian freighter, but his father built those ships. So it, it yeah. like instantly had the uh, that tender spot to him when he saw it. So I liked how they tied that in. 
But yeah, anytime they threw yeah. any of the uh, Star Wars, the original, like, even like, you saw the Star Destroyer, and it was that dun-dun-dun-dun, the, the Death Star theme from the original movie, and even when Darth Maul was talking, you hear a, a very faint Duel of Fates playing. Yeah, yeah, I caught that. I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I I bought the soundtrack. I've been listening to it. You know, well, the movie's only been out for two days, but I've been listening to it since. Um, so uh, I'm really really excited to hear more of uh, John Powell. Like I wasn't too I don't say I wasn't too excited when he was announced, but um, I guess you could you could tell him working with John Williams. You he kind of upped his game for this for this movie, and it's a great score. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Um, Jeez, I'm just trying to think. Uh, we talked a little bit about Drayden Voss, but um, I mean, did you think he was a good villain, or I mean, what would what, would what, you would you take? Uh, it just seemed like a Marvel villain. Just like he was, he was there. He wasn't too important. Yeah, he just just like he was just there because they needed a villain to like tie everything together. And and you so can't okay. you really. I mean, it is even though there's very little uh, Star Wars like. You know, very little empire, or you know, you still you still mm-hmm. can't have anybody better than a Vader or Palpatine or even Tarkin Maul. at this time. <laughs> yeah. So, I think they played it safe, yeah, no. but <laughs> yeah, which they didn't need to go crazy. Oh, I'm sure the next. Oh, oh sorry, you go. No, 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 no. Finish. No, your no, no, go, go. no. Finish your thought. I was going to say. I was going to say the next villain will be Boba Fett and um, what's his face. Oh, Jabba? Um, or... Yeah, Jabba. I wanted to say Jar Jar for some reason, but... Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jar. Oh, I, yeah. What were you going to say? We could, well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into what we think they should have in the next movie, but no, I was going to mention... Uh, um, uh, the Marauders, that the group of uh, what they look like, the pirates. Oh, yeah. Those guys were awesome, and uh, uh, what's, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh. Oh, dang it. Y'all know what we're talking about. Yeah, the the leader of the Marauders. It was, uh... Oh, man. Oh, well, anyways. But it's, it's pretty much the symbol... Or not not the symbol, but they... Turns out that they're not pirates. They're basically the very early version of Rebels. Um, yeah. <laughs> which was awesome. And they even had a, what's his name? Uh, uh, the two tubes guy from Rogue One was part of their group. That, that was Saul Guerrero's like right hand man. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I gotta. There's a lot of things I missed, so I gotta watch it again. Yeah, but, so, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I saw him. I'm like, oh, that's what's his face? Two tubes. <laughs> P- two tubes. I, that's all I remember. It's like something else. Two tubes, but I want to say like pedo two tubes. That doesn't sound right. But we got our Warwick Davis cameo glad he was uh um unmasked that you know that, oh yeah that was yeah. cool it was a ron howard movie so we got our clint howard cameo of course so that <laughs> that was great um uh he was the guy that was running the uh the battle bot scene which battle bots in star wars finally that was awesome <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um yeah I, I can't talk uh just even praise Ron Howard anymore than I mean stepping into a movie that was almost finished and completely like kicking butt really and, and his excitement for it I mean 
I mean, you, you could tell from his Twitter posts, like daily Twitter posts. I mean, usually in a, in a Star Wars movie, nobody would would uh, release so much information. And it wasn't really like releasing information. It was just, hey, look what we're filming today. This looks familiar. Oh, yeah. th- these mines look spicy. Oh, shoot. He's on Kessel in the spice mines. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's like he was, he was made to to uh, direct a Star Wars movie for sure and hopefully he does the sequel if they do the sequel which I don't think they yeah. I don't think they can't I mean they've got to do in my opinion. yeah I definitely want Ron Howard doing that um where else yeah um yeah I, I loved it <laughs> this was this was yeah. a great movie um I'm so right now the and I don't I do not like Rotten Tomatoes at all. I'll, I'm no. Um, I've ah it. So this movie before the, it was released, wide gave it a sixty four percent tomato rating, whatever, and it's since gone up to the seventies, which we found out. Um, but it's like I don't know. It's the audience score is like fifty one percent or something. Oh, is it? Is it that low? I, oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's anyone can vote on that though, so it's just yeah. it's trolls. It, and uh, you, tr- you know what? I'm I'm so damn tired <laughs> of these internet <laughs> trolls. I'm I'm sorry, but like the wor- the worst critics and f- haters, the biggest haters on the Star Wars movies lately are Star Wars fans, and they are I they are bugging the crap out of me. I uh, I don't want to go too much on a tangent. Um, Do it. <laughs> just shut up and let people watch movies okay I mean no, I don't care that why somebody's boycott you know hashtag boycott Star Wars because you didn't like that Luke Skywalker was killed or your fan theories didn't didn't I just dropped something your fan theories <laughs> didn't make it into the movie so you know you're gonna you know gather all your little followers on YouTube and you know, start a riot or boycott and destroy the movie and get Kathleen Kennedy fired. You know what? She's the boss. Bosses don't get fired. And so, unless she gets asked to step down from Bob Iger, which I doubt will happen, you know, just shut up. Let people watch the movie. Okay. Uh, I had to keep it clean, too, so that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been, you know, I've been a Star Wars fan since the original trilogy. Uh, I, I dealt with the haters of the prequels once that came, which I am a fan of the prequels. I, to me, it was new Star Wars, brand new, more Star Wars. I was happy with it. You know, every movie has its flaws. Okay, no big deal. But to actually, like, try to destroy production on something, it's like, if you want to make a Star Wars movie, go to college, go to film school, be good, be a good writer. And make your own damn movie, okay? Um, but don't hate on the ones that are making them right now. And let people make their own decision if they want to see a movie or like it. Don't I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> a sequel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what would you like to see in the in a in a solo sequel? Other than I mean, like, we we've mentioned characters, but is there any any anything in particular you think would be cool? Um, no, I think just, uh, like, I want to see how his relationship with Java started, 
and we know he has a past with Boba Fett because when he's all blind and like Boba Fett and like it's like there's been history there. Yeah. So I want to see that. I want to see Jabba and Boba Fett. Well, they say like they could make a trilogy. You could do one with Bo- Jabba and one with Boba Fett. And Greedo. Oh yeah, that's true. So and redo the scene. <laughs> and oh, I like how he shot first. Yes. Oh, we didn't even get to and, that. That was so yeah. awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah, hey, I was like, oh, Han shot first, people. Yeah, I was like, oh, and then um, what's his face? Woody Harrelson on the ground. He's like, I was gonna kill you. It's a good thing you shot or something yeah, along those lines. I was lines, actually so. gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, that's such a yeah. That was such a great scene. Uh, yeah. yeah, going to the sequel. I think Jabba. Uh, being that he's going to be Han's boss, I don't see him as being the overall villain, but it would be a cool to see him like a competition movie between him and Boba Fett. Then you always see Greedo is like three steps behind him too. That'd be kind of yeah, <laughs> just the little I don't know. Uh, yeah, so of course, I, I want to see more Kira. Let's see what what that would go with that whole her in charge of Crimson Sun now. Yeah. So. Yeah, they they just opened up the universe like so like much bigger. I know it's like there's no like end, but with the characters we know, they just expanded it so much more with this movie. Yeah, no, agreed. And being that episode nine, you know, now when that comes out, that'll most likely be the last saga movie. Um, so I think most of these standalone movies are the future of Star Wars for at least a, a, for a, a while. I think ten years till they come back to the saga. Yeah, that that would be, I think, a safe bet, and maybe something good, something fresh. So yeah, oh man, with Luke back and everything, because JJ's gonna bring Luke back. <laughs> Call him Blue Luke because he's gonna be a Force Ghost. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's gonna do that whole Star Trek timeline thing, right? Where <laughs> a wormhole comes yeah. and <laughs> Chris Pine, Captain Kirk saves. Ah, never mind. That's... <laughs> Just go get the time stone from Thanos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> brings it back to where. Yeah, I won't get into Ryan Johnson right now. We'll leave that. We'll say we'll we'll have just one tangent on this okay. podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, we don't really have a rating system, but um, awesome movie. Um, it was yeah. it was cool seeing a gritty. A Star Wars movie, a piratey. I'm a fan of a lot of stuff pirate, so this was a space piratey movie. Um, I, I've told friends, <coughs> or I'm going to tell friends too. It's like you, you don't, you could watch this and enjoy it, and you don't have to know anything about Star Wars. Just watch it, love it, yeah. have fun. It's a good popcorn movie. Uh, like you said, thank you, Ron Howard. <laughs> Yes. Or I'm not saying saving Star Wars because I don't think Star Wars was destroyed like a lot of people. Not 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 saying you, but like a lot of people have been like. Yeah, it was like, just it, it. I was getting. I was I was losing hope. No pun intended. I hope. You know. <laughs> pun. Um, but yeah, I it was it was hard for me to go to that movie excited. Yeah. And now I can be excited for Episode Nine. Okay, that's that's good to hear. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, let us know what you guys thought, if, uh, if, you've, if you've seen it, how many times you've seen it, you know, some of your favorite parts, and um, yeah, we'll definitely like to hear about that. So, uh, we're just going to take a quick little musical break, because we've been talking a lot, and we'll, we'll come right back with you with our uh, uh, interview, and 
Spotlight Cosplay. a very fun interview with fangirl and fellow podcaster from pardon our podcast Allie and she's a crazy Star Wars nerd like us and she does cosplaying and special effects makeup so we had a fun chat with her so here it is so a few months ago we um, had our first fangirl episode and we wanted to do another one and we are joined with Allie from pardon your podcast Allie how's it going I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm glad to be here. I'm doing good. Yeah, we're really glad to have you here. Um, I always said in the last show, it's like, there's nothing cooler than a Star Wars fangirl. So uh, welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, first of all, uh, can you tell us like your your background or your Star Wars fandom, how it started or some of your favorite things? And so, um, how I got into Star Wars, let's see, I was seven years old. I know I was exactly seven because it was in 2005 when, um, when episode three came out and, um, it was in the theater still. My dad and my cousin took me to see it and I was super hooked. Like I had never seen any of the Star Wars movies before that and I loved it and I got into it right away. And then my dad was like, well, since you like that, let me show you some other stuff. So he pulled out all his old VHSs of the original trilogy, and then I was hooked ever since. And it's definitely been one of my favorite movie franchises to date. So that's pretty much how I got into that. It was from my dad and my older cousin. Oh, nice! Gotta, gotta love the old, uh, us older guys <laughs> that are <laughs> that are that we're, we're preaching the gospel of Star Wars to the younger generation. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. So um, you do um, a lot of, or I guess you do some cosplaying and you go to conventions and things like that. What what kind of cosplaying do you do? Um, I mostly just do um, Star Wars and I've done uh, one Marvel one. So my last con I went to, I was the female um, Bucky Barnes. So um, I cool. did the Winter Soldier arm and everything. But um, funny thing was that my Comic Con didn't allow prop weapons like they didn't allow guns like fake guns or swords or anything so and you guys know Bucky Barnes he that's like 90% of his costume <laughs> exactly. is all his guns and stuff so 
I didn't want to just be there all awkward and not holding anything when people would like take pictures and stuff. So I improvised and I made a shield that looked like, you know, cause, um, obviously Captain America is his bud. So, but I made it look like it was his arm. So it was pretty much just silver with the red star in the middle. Then I weathered it up a little bit. So I liked to improvise like that. And then people were like, Oh, that's a good idea and stuff. Cause like they had seen a couple more, um, winter soldiers that weren't holding anything. It was just them and their arm. <laughs> just walking around like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it and when then, cosplayers um, get creative spend... like that. Yeah, exactly. And it, it was really fun, too, because I'm glad I didn't, like, you know, I, I had to pose with something, so I was happy with that. And then um, I've done my Princess Leia, the classic Princess Leia cosplay I've done um, three or four times. And then now I'm working on another one. I'm doing the um, basic X-Wing fighter pilot and working on that for my next con on june 30th so pretty fun nice and, that's uh, cool what's the oh there you go joy no it's all it's all you oh, okay <laughs> what's the next con you're going to oh the next con i'm going to is duke city comic con it's here in albuquerque it's like a smaller convention than um the big albuquerque comic con one it's usually in like a hotel and stuff but it's super fun you know like the intimate little conventions are always really fun and um, the uh, the voice actor of Yoda from the Clone Wars, I think he's gonna be there. He's the bi- he's a big voice actor. I forgot his name, but he's been in a ton of stuff, and yeah. he's gonna be there. So I'm happy to I'm gonna meet that dude. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I, I I try to remember his name. I saw him. Uh... Oh, it's it's going to come up to be like when we're done recording, which sucks, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I saw him at uh, Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, um, and he, they were doing like this uh, this uh, radio uh, dramatic reading of a, an original story, and he was the narrator. So he so he narrated like the beginning of Clone Wars each episode, like it's war, blah 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 blah. Oh yeah. But then he also did Yoda and C three PO. So yeah, he's a great uh, voice actor, and, and I ah can't remember his name but that's awesome it just came, I, I think it just came is it uh i think it's tom kane that's right yes i believe yeah 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 so awesome that's so cool <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really fun and um me and my friends are gonna be doing our podcast there we're gonna put it on youtube we're gonna ask um some star wars trivia because we're all gonna be dressed up in star wars cosplay so we're gonna go around and ask other Star Wars cosplayers and just random people if they want to do Star Wars trivia and win like little little prize bags and stuff so it'll be really fun oh awesome I'll, I'll let my friend Lindsay know <laughs> she's a I guess awesome, she's a local awesome. Albuquerque in or whatever whatever uh, you guys are called <laughs> I honestly I honestly don't even know either okay. <laughs> but, oh so you uh, do uh, special effects makeup as well right and you were saying you've done uh, the Kylo Ren Yes, yes. Um, That's what I want to do forever is be a professional special effects makeup artist. So uh, I've done the Kylo Ren slash on his his face. But um, because my friend Devin, she's my best friend, that's her favorite Star Wars character ever. Um, She does the female Kylo Ren at every con we go to. So I do um, the the Force Awakens version of him at the end of the movie with his face slashed and... um, I do that look on her, and she loves it. Everyone loves it, and they always compliment. And she's always like, "Hey, she did it!" <laughs> so it's it's really fun. Nice, and there's well, that's cool. Is there like a 
was it like um obviously there's probably like, like schools to do that or or even getting on to like something like was it what's that show on a uh, sci-fi the um oh face off face off i mean any any goals to try to get onto that somehow or yeah um i'm actually i just finished doing um a competition for the cinema makeup school in los angeles um the lady that's on face off the the one of the judges she's the one with like the long blonde hair her name is B Neal oh yeah um she she's actually the director of that school and i want to go there so bad but um there was this big scholarship contest that just ended i didn't make it past the semifinals where you had to make a big character makeup and do a cosplay um but i did the evil witch from Snow White but I made my own twist on it. I did a like a evil foresty type of like grunge looking witch because you know like in the original movie it's her just wearing a black cloak so I wanted to add some more dimension to it and stuff so but I sadly did not win that but I'm going to try again next year because I, I really want to go to that school. Awesome yeah good luck and yeah keep trying I mean it's, it's a great goal and that'd be awesome to get into something like that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Work for I, Lucasfilm. I'm gonna try. <laughs> what was that, Ryan? So, oh, I said, um, I said you could uh, work for Lucasfilm. Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah. that's the dream. That's so <laughs> awesome. There's a um, there's a special effects makeup studio in Australia that I would love to do my apprenticeship at. Um, they, it's called Odd Studio. They did um, Darth Maul's makeup. They did a uh, they did Ray Park's makeup and in uh, Phantom Menace and they did a couple more and stuff they did um, they did Bib Fortuna's makeup and all that so I definitely think that if I got to do my apprenticeship there I would have some link with Lucasfilm and I think that would be awesome (laughs) that'd be super cool well speaking of Darth Maul what did you think of the Solo movie oh my gosh that was so awesome, his little cameo at the end. Uh, I, I personally, I really liked the Solo movie. Um, I think mostly because, you know, Han Solo is my favorite Star Wars character ever. So I was super, I was already super stoked about this movie. Um, I know lots of people were skeptical and lots of people were not really looking forward to it just because, you know, it's another one of the uh, prequels that they say that we don't need. But yet, you know, you know it's Star Wars. We always find new ways to like explain the story more in depth and stuff so um showing ray park at the end got everyone super excited whether they liked it or not and i think that was a really really cool cameo that they did you could tell who watched the cartoons and who didn't <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly and some people, people behind me like uh, isn't like, he dead and i'm like watch, watch clone wars i heard a couple people I heard a couple people in front of me saying, is that Darth Maul's dad? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, it was funny. And your your theater didn't have anything either? No, they didn't. Oh, man, I was so upset. I went to a, a Regal theater, and um, usually they came out a couple months ago that said that they were going to do movie bills. They would hand out, like, like you know how they hand out playbills at the at the beginning of plays and stuff? Yeah. They were going to do a, a movie bill at, only on opening weekend, which they did when I went and saw Infinity War, which was really cool. So I was looking forward to doing it again with Solo, but they didn't have that, and they didn't have anything. Like, they didn't have any novelty cups or popcorn buckets or anything, so uh, I was upset about that. But then I watched the movie, and I was like, eh, it's fine. Okay, I'm happy now. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that that's weird because my, my theater had, uh, well, we got posters, buttons. Then they had, like, I got a little uh, a sipper cup because they were selling it. And, yeah, that they had popcorn buckets if I didn't get one. But, yeah, then, but I was bummed because my friends at another theater got all that and they got a pair of the uh, hanging dice. So oh, I, like, I saw that. So I was like, so Aw. jealous. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't so get anything either. <laughs> yeah, no, I need yeah. to get out of Canada. We didn't have anything. <laughs> it was it was a really good movie though, because you know, um, and then I saw that it only got a seventy one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I know is a little bit above average of the of most movies, but I was kind of upset to see that. I was like, you know, it was a really fun movie, and I think people just didn't really like it just because of the idea of it you know it's those people that pretty much don't even get it give it a chance and i loved it yeah and we'll, we're going to break it down on this episode this is actually our uh solo spoilery uh review so we're going to break it down on that um but yeah i think a lot of people same thing there i don't know if they weren't excited but with the firing of the two original directors then uh you know in the middle of shooting then lots of people didn't receive uh, last jedi very well either so that probably had something to do with it then all the internet trolls are just like over this movie for yeah me, since the beginning yeah, yeah so. people are just but everybody just i know that's seen it, it loved it and i so i think once that word of mouth kind of gets spread out it'll uh, pick up so that's my yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i hope so and i guess earlier we we're talking about uh small cons and conventions <laughs> uh so yeah uh, are you planning on going to the uh recently announced star wars celebration next year oh my gosh yes i already booked my hotel <laughs> oh nice awesome <laughs> yeah in, in the... my uh, best friend and i we are going we're gonna be there for three days because uh you know it's just gonna be us two so we're uh, going to try and save up enough money to try and go to all five days. But for right now, we're just planning on three just because, you know, we're only splitting the hotel two ways. So it's going to be a little expensive for that. But um, I am so excited because it's my first Star Wars celebration. And um, <laughs> I'm just excited to meet all of the new people there, like everyone from the Star Wars Facebook pages and all of the celebrities and you know, all the vendors and stuff. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I've only been to one of them, and I've, I've told Ryan, and I've mentioned on shows before, but, like, it was, it it's still, like, one of the greatest weekends I've, I've ever had. It's just so much. You think you know and love Star Wars until you see thousands of people there, even more crazier than you. <laughs> so it's like, oh, my God, oh overload. My. And, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> we'll definitely have to hang out when we're there. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm so excited, and um, I I'm really excited because me and my best friend um, on May 4th, just this last year, we um, we got tattoos like Star Wars tattoos, and um, I only got my outline because the rest of it, like on the inside, was going to be like super expensive. And I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna come back when I uh, <laughs> save up some more money. But it's the Rebel Alliance logo, and on the inside, I'm going to put the um, scene of Princess Leia putting the Death Star plans into R2-D2 because kind of a commemorative tattoo of Kenny Baker and Carrie Fisher both passing away in 2016 so um, my best friend was like you know what that would be worthy of entering into their tattoo contest because they know they, they have a tattoo contest every year and yeah. I think that would be really cool 
and then they have a cosplay contest, which I don't know if we're going to do or not because I don't know if we'd be worthy enough. But <laughs> as always, you gotta always try or do don't try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know about that. I'm like, oh, well, we'll see, we'll see. And they they also celebration does something really cool where they actually highlight uh, different podcasts too. So there's podcast stages, and uh, so I mean. I don't think we're going to even enter because we're nowhere near what's there. But uh, those those are a fun thing to to see too. People doing live podcasts, and there's a lot of good shows there. Oh, that would be so awesome! Yeah, so awesome. Oh, uh, because there's so much to do there. Because like the little the little cons that I've been to. I mean, the biggest one that I've ever been to, I think, is Emerald City Comic Con. Mm. And um, there was a lot of things to do there, but it was mostly just looking at like people that were cosplaying and stuff. It was really fun. But I've been looking at all the YouTube videos of people blogging from last years and this one that Star Wars made, like of the whole weekend compiled into one video. And it just get, it's getting me so pumped because there's so many things to do. It looks like that you're just going to be constantly busy the whole time, which I think is really cool because. You know, most cons, you're pretty much just walking around in circles, seeing the same things over and over again. But hopefully this one, I think it's just going to be a new thing in every corner. Oh, yeah. There's there's definitely stuff to do all day, every day. So uh, people are wondering, how they yeah. go, how much are they going to fit into five days? Because they added the day this year. And it's like, well, you'll, you'll find out. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of content coming out soon. So Yeah. Hopefully it's not too cold. I just want to meet John Favreau. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I loved his role too in Solo. His little <laughs> cameo. If you guys, yeah. oh, I if you guys totally missed it. He he was uh, Rio, the little four-armed monkey guy. Oh, uh, yeah. That, oh, that was him. That was John Favreau. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! So if you if you watch oh, it again, you to... can totally tell it's his voice uh, when he talks. His little yeah. little New York accent, but oh yeah, that that was him in that's the movie. Awesome. Oh. Okay, I know. Another reason to go see it again. Yeah, exactly. That is so cool. Sweet. So, um, anything else, Ryan? Or no, I think that's good. Uh, Allie, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you and your podcast and your special effects makeup pages and all that? Yeah, yeah. So, um, our Instagram for the podcast called part in our podcast it's just one word no lowercases upper i mean no it ha- it's all lowercase no uppercase or underscores or anything just part in our podcast and it's very new so um we literally have only had one live um facebook thing to get it started so we're gonna be doing our next one um i think next week on tuesday we're gonna be recording and probably putting it up on soundcloud first and we're gonna be doing our solo review and then we're also um gonna be talking about our expectations for um jurassic world and venom so um that's what our little episode is gonna be about and then for um my makeup it's just my regular instagram it's um alligator a-l-l-i-e and then it's gator but with three o's and two r's because you know people take (laughs) the regular ones and i have to improvise (laughs) and that's just my regular uh special effects like you know regular life um instagram and then uh next week on friday i'm going to be going to a street meetup that's like um creative artists throughout my whole town and stuff and i'm going to be debuting a uh, zombie look there so i'm going to be posting a lot of pictures from that and 
hopefully it comes out good. I, I'm crossing my fingers. I just finished on the prosthetic for it, so um, hopefully, hopefully it turns out well. <laughs> well, awesome, and we'll, we'll definitely put all that information in our show notes. Um, any anytime you want to, you know, plug something or want to help get the word out, let us know. We'll be sure to definitely help you guys out with that for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. The power yeah, of the podcast family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, cool. Thank, thanks for coming on the show. And um, like I said, you're welcome to come back anytime. Hopefully we will see you in Chicago next year. Or <laughs> Yes. I'm so excited. Um, so for Chicago, I mean, for Chicago next year, um, we are probably going to be doing a little podcast there also. But um, not necessarily a podcast, but more of like a YouTube video, just like a blog and stuff. So hopefully we could find you guys there and get you into the blog and everything. That would be that would be awesome. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, thanks for having me, you guys. I appreciate it, and I will hopefully I'll be back soon. We could talk more, more Disney, Star Wars, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> A- anytime, <laughs> just let us know. All right. All right. Then. Awesome. Thanks, Allie. Okay, bye. All right, so once again, thanks, Allie, for uh, joining us. Um, definitely check out her sites. Uh, yeah, her uh, makeup she did, I saw that for the, uh, the Evil Witch or the, the Hag or whatever she's called, but it looks really awesome. So um, we'll, we'll definitely send links to once they do their new shows, uh, part of our podcast, and like I said, maybe we might do a little collaboration at Star Wars Celebration. But um, before we go, we also have uh, a brand new Spotlight cosplayer, and uh, this is Tangled Fett. And sadly, we weren't able to actually record an interview, um, but it's a, I emailed her some questions, and we gave the answers back. So we will be doing that as a post, um, a little bit different than the way we've done it in the past, but uh, I, I really wanted to get another uh, cosplayer spotlight in here, so... Um, yeah, definitely give her a follow uh, on Instagram. Uh, really, really talented uh, new cosplayer. And once again, that's Tangled Fit. So uh, you will see that uh, real soon on Instagram. Yeah, I think I saw her. I think it was Justin Scard's video. He was at a con in Anaheim. I'm pretty sure it was her. There was a or there's another Tangled Fit somewhere out there. Yeah, but, I think yeah, she I'm was the sure only one her. at D23 this year. Yeah, or it was Adam the Woo. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. But um, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I saw her. Which so in her, her costume's really awesome. Yeah, so and you, like I said, you guys will be able to see it on our Instagram and other social medias. And yeah, that that is our show. So uh, once again, I just want to thank uh, Udi for sending in that uh, voice clip, and we'll we'll post when we're uh, we got that other uh, when we join them. Uh, Allie and Tangled Fett, thank you guys for being a part of our solo spoiler spectacular. I'm sorry for the tangent I went on. It just <laughs> it hit me. Well, that's okay. In the I went on a solo tangent too about the gun, so we, yeah, we're true. we're even now. And there's a lot of guns in the movie, so that right on. Yeah. <laughs> but um, once again, you guys can follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, not Vero. <laughs> that, oh. that site's pretty much dead already. Um, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, subscribe on YouTube. Um, you can buy some shirts on TeePublic, some other stuff. 
contact Jungle Cruiser. I'm, I'm running out of breath here. Contact Jungle Cruiser at uh, All Aboard 1955 if you want any uh, Disney Universe mugs or really cool uh, coasters. Uh, really great uh, Disney Parks uh, the attraction poster coasters, which sound cool to say, too. Uh, poster yeah. coasters. <laughs> poster coasters. Yeah, but if you want any of those, he'll, he can do some custom stuff that's really amazing. So, um, yeah, I think... Not sure what we got going on for next show, but we will be back with another fun show, uh, tangent free. So (laughs) maybe, maybe. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Hashtag maybe. (laughs) But uh, yeah, thanks you guys for listening, and until next time, may the force be with you. I got a good feeling about this. (laughs) Sorry, I just changed (laughs) it up on that. Till infinity and beyond. (laughs) 